Have you ever dared to share your opinion about your spouse's body or weight? Most couples shy away from this topic because they don't want to get in a fight or hurt each other's feelings. But we're going to give you the do's and don'ts so that you can have the conversation and build more intimacy and connection along the way. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. But you can have a legendary marriage filled with passion, fun, and adventure together. That's why each week we share stories and ideas about building a life, a love, and a legacy together. And at the end of every episode, we challenge you to find a time with your spouse to build more intimacy and connection by having conversations that matter. All right, welcome to the show. This is Danielle and Justin, your hosts, and this is episode 176. Okay, speaking of body and weight, which is our show. Yes. Oh, from the teaser? Yeah. This is our whole show. Yep. I have been on a mission to have the perfect meatball recipe <laughs> to make for the family because every time we buy stuff at the store, it tastes like cardboard to me. And so... I'd say more like rubber balls. Uh, rubber balls like the super balls, cardboard. the ones that you can like bounce and they, <laughs> they hit the ceiling and keep going. And well, they're all bad, let's just say yeah. that. Um, so I found an amazing recipe. I kind of reached out to a bunch of sources, yeah, and I found one that I loved. Although I was, it was a highly controversial recipe, half the family loved it, and half the family did not. I just and thought I it was, was like, the, I was Oh, in this the is low... a ball of meat, like no. it didn't really have much flavor. <gasps> It was it was just a ball of meat. Like, okay. It was, it was way better than a ball of meat, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So, anyway, so I love it. We've been the last few weeks. We've been talking about this this idea of how to talk to your spouse about yeah their grooming, their style, and today we're talking about their weight. Yeah. And last week we talked about style. Danielle and I went out. We did some. Okay, so internet wanna, shopping. <laughs> well, the thing was, is not only was it a challenging interaction between the two of us, which we ended up doing well on the other side. It ended up being a, a great outcome, but it was like f- so many roadblocks. So not only do we have to like like the conversation between us, but then we found out like one of the few places we could shop target. You couldn't even go into the fitting room to try try anything anything on. Um, And then we ordered a bunch of stuff online and it wasn't going to be here for like two weeks. And like, it was just crazy the amount of obstacles there were to developing your wardrobe right now. So, which is, which is, you know, to be expected in one respect, I guess. And like, isn't that perfect? Like you, you have this, this area where you've got some insecurity, some like, Oh, we're taking Uh, risks. We're trying stuff. We're having this stuff. And like, we fumbled our way through the conversations. We fumbled our way through figuring stuff out. It was so like I feel like it was but that's challenging, part of the adventure. But then it was like overly challenging. Yeah. But now, hey, you're looking very nice. You're wearing yeah. something that you got on our wardrobe challenge. You're yes. looking pretty sexy. Yeah. I'm not right now. I'm still waiting for some of my stuff to come in. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that I ordered was in the wrong size. So Danielle's wearing a costume from I'm guessing like Oliver mm-hmm. Twist or Les Mis, something like that. <laughs> Maybe from Annie. Are you saying it's frumpy? It's a hard knock life. 
for us. No, um, uh, I'm just kidding. But I am I waiting for my stuff to come in because you got, you got some stuff. And but. now I have to wait to return stuff. But anyways. So we were talking about style last week. This week we're talking about um, body and talk weight. Talk to your spouse about your body and mm. weight. It can be um, dicey. And everything we do is, before we dive in, I wanted to mention our uh, free resource called The Seven yeah. Secrets of Legendary Marriages. You can get it at legendarymarriage.com slash seven, the number seven, secrets. Um, it's so, just a great resource for you to grab so that you can have more conversations that matter and build more intimacy and connection in your marriage. Okay, so we've been bored in quarantine, so we decided to make over each other. That's how this came about. <laughs> That's how this all started. That's how this came about. So we hit grooming, we hit wardrobe, and now the best, the body and the weight thing, because yeah. it's all combined together, really. They all go together. Um, but here's the thing. What, uh, there are a lot of people that will avoid this yeah. at all costs, this conversation. Because there's and, just and so many factors. So, it there's, is a minefield. Yeah, there's All so three many of these factors conversations are dangerous. I feel like the the first thing I want to say too is like you feel like it's like I either have to just accept the person as they are, and just like oh I love you no matter how much you weigh, so I'm not gonna say one dang word about it. Or how you dress, or yeah, yeah, yeah. how much it's you just, smell. Yeah, or you can't whatever. say anything about it. Or you have to like call them out, put some sort of ultimatum on the table. And I think there's probably another option that we're not considering. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. But, but it's so personal. Yes. It's so personal. It's like it's part of your identity, your body, your weight, like how you portray your image to the world. So yeah, when somebody questions it, somebody questions it, it's like you're driving a dagger through their heart. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that would be a reason to avoid this conversation. And the reason we came to this part of the conversation was, you know, when you start talking about grooming, it's okay. Well, like your body is is a uh, the the basis of that sure. right and, and your relationship with your body and then True. when you talk about style it's a reflection of that and like there's stuff that I want to wear that I couldn't wear because I don't have the body shape for it or right. the you know whatever and the same for you and so it it all kind of comes down to this and I think really honestly when we talk about weight and and body shape and stuff we're really talking about health mm-hmm. um we- I, I think uh, first is is you know, the relationship with the body, which is a, which is a mental health, emotional health issue. Right. And, and right off the top, I want to say, um, there are some really significant, um, issues that many people have dealt with, um, anorexia, bulimia, overeating, emotional eating, you know, their body dysmorphia, there are real things right. that are involved here. And so this is not a, a, a conversation about how to work out more and eat, eat better and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there are real chemical, hormonal, um, physical limitations that some people have. Right. And so this is not a, about like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, get in shape, you lazy slap. It's, it's, it's about the relationship. As all three of these conversations have been, it's about the two of you having a conversation that matters and building intimacy and connection. And 
also you've had a relationship with food and exercise that has been developing since you were born. Yeah. You know, it has to do with your family of origin, um, maybe even cultural issues sure. around like, are you overweight? Are you underweight? Um, well, what kind maybe of food you were raised on and it's just a part of your, your natural state too. Maybe there's trauma around it. Maybe there's been a lot of shame around body image in your past. So, mm-hmm. so we have to take all of these things into consideration and that can be a reason that people avoid having these conversations because it yeah. just feels so um, complicated yeah. that you can't even know where you could possibly start. Yeah. And, and I think there's, when it comes to this issue, there's a lot of black and white thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all or nothing. Like you have to eat nothing but chicken and broccoli. You have to work out oh, yeah, for yeah. four hours a day. You've mm. got to do this and that. And, and like, there's so many ways that we try to like, um, make it extreme. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've had several people on the show over the last few years, um, nutritionists, you know, exercise folks, uh, people who have talked about the danger of that, that and they black will and all white tell, Yeah. They will all tell you like, Find your sweet spot of like yeah. what works for you and your interests and your personality and your health. Like, no, it's not going to work to have, you know, pizza from the neighborhood pizza store every single day. Like, yeah. that's not a good option. And it's not a good option to eat, like you said, chicken and broccoli every single day. Like, finding that balance is what's good for you. Yeah. So. So like we said earlier, it comes down to couples take one of two kind of paths when it comes to this issue. We either ignore it and exclude it from the conversation. It is off limits. Yeah. We have an unspoken agreement or maybe a spoken agreement (laughs) that is, we do not talk about this. You do not comment on mine. I do not comment on yours. We ignore it altogether. And what we say is that we're content with how the other person is. We love them how they are. But I feel like there's always something underneath. Yeah, Yeah, there's always something underneath there where you're like, oh. But is it true and does it matter and everything? So people either ignore it and exclude it or there's this, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call them out. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to call out and and really shame yeah, I feel like that does for their go cho- well. for their choices, for their nutrition choices, their exercise choices, their whatever that lead that are a part of their their body image and their physicality. Well, and neither I'll, of those are really helpful. No, not n- n- some sound more hurtful than others, yeah. but either way you're having a missed opportunity to have these conversations that are tricky mm-hmm. that can actually bring you closer together because I don't know like I feel like if you've been married for more than a second, if you've been through some sort of tough ordeal together, you come out on the other side, you know, you're knowing more, you're growing, you're more fortified. And this can be one of those conversations. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you lost a job or you lost a parent or something and you're coming out the other end. No, it's just a conversation that you're navigating together And now you're going to be even more on the same page as you move forward. Yeah. And that's the goal. That's why we talk about these things. Why we've been talking about grooming and style and body image and weight is to build more intimacy and connection in your marriage, Mm -hmm. to create more alignment between the two of you, to get on the same page, 
because all these things are connected to how you're creating a life together. Mm-hmm. And because it can be fun. Yes, it can be dangerous. It can be, it's easy to get into uh, defensiveness and criticism and contempt and stonewalling and all of those things. But it's also an opportunity. The payoff. To bring you closer, to to have some fun together, to go to Target and try to figure out what might work and what doesn't. <laughs> Without and, trying anything on. Right. Um, or like if we go to Costco, you hide in the shed and try things on yes. in, in the garden shed that yeah. they have in the middle of the store. All now right. that's an adventure. So let's dive into it. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get into this and we're going to, we're going to go head first into shallow murky waters. Bring it on, baby. Which is a terrible analogy, but. All right. So, uh, Hey, Danielle. Yes. What do you think about my body, my weight? I've been hoping you'd ask me that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Actually, I feel like there's specifically I am on a scale of one to ten as far as happy about your body. I'd say between a seven and a half and an eight. Okay. So I'm pretty happy about it. I think there's a lot more grace for women towards men about their body. Mm. Um, just because, you know, men are quite a bit more visual than women are. Um, I feel like there's a lot more circumstances where women just, maybe they're oblivious or they have a lot of grace, but I thought you, I think you look really good. I know you're, you know, 20 ish pounds overweight over what you want to be. And but I am perfectly happy. You look very nice sitting in your, you know, nice new wardrobe right there. Ah, so as long as you, I've got clothes on, hiding the deformity, <laughs> I didn't you're okay say, with it. I didn't say that. I'm more happy when you're happy because when you're not happy with your body, you're very vocal and obvious about it. You're like, oh, I'm so bloated. I'm, oh. And to me, it draws attention where I necessarily yeah. wouldn't have paid any attention. I'd be like, oh, hey. So overall, I'm pretty happy, but I'm also encouraging you in yeah. what your goals are. So it's not like ruining your life that I don't have nine pack abs like Batman. No, and... I don't really want you to have. I don't have any desire for you to have nine pack it's abs. It's an interesting thing because, because so much in, in men's culture... If you read yeah. Men's Health magazine and and all the stuff oh, in men's yeah, the culture, abs, the whatever, it's yeah. it's it's about the bodybuilding, the the lean shredding, the bulking, the blah 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 about the physical appearance of of you know being. And if you would ask most women, they do not care much about yeah. that at all. I think it's I would say it's mostly to impress other men. Yeah. Because if, you, if you're running out, you know, in the neighborhood and you've got nine-pack abs, I want to say men are most like, dude, yeah, you shredded. Yeah. And most of the women are like, oh, brag or whatever, put a shirt on. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, you or, know, everybody, or nobody, can, somebody, Or they can whatever. appreciate it or not. I don't know. So what do you think? Let's turn the tables. What do you think about my body weight? scenario baby you remember when your body was slamming i do (laughs) (laughs) uh line from one of our favorite shows scrubs yes 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 um 
You know, I, 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 it's interesting. Like there's just this disparity between, if I look back 25 years before you, everybody I dated Mm. was a very different body type than you. Yes. They were small, petite, petite, short, like, and you are this beautiful, powerful, strong, tall (laughs) woman. And, and so like, there's this, that's the first disparity. And like, I chose you because of that. Not only, but you don't compare me back to your petite little blondes. No, no, no. Um, Nothing, nothing bad about petite little blondes. Just not what I look like. I think my, we both fluctuate over the, over the course of the years. Sure. Um, uh, And I think I, I love, I love your body. Like, you know, sometimes there's more of it. Sometimes there's less of it. No, but we've had these conversations before. Like, I feel like we usually are in it together. Like yeah. when we're like, oh my gosh, we totally have yeah. to like get healthier. I, and like, I, I could say like the, the, hey man, like the, the manly man, whatever in me could go, yeah. you know, you could stand to lose a few pounds. You could, you know, work on your posture. You could, whatever. I could point out things. But when I, it, but when I check myself on that, what's it about? Like, and for me, honestly, it's not about comparing you to whoever's on the cover of whatever magazine and the, sure. the checkout line or some porno thing or, or a TV or movie actress or anything like mm-hmm. that. It really comes back to health. Yeah. And, and I think like, this is kind of the perspective that we've shared before on this and, and it's probably not unique to us, but we've both struggled with some health issues over the years yeah, that have, have a direct impact mm-hmm. on that for me, attention deficit and how I eat and, and everything is, is really connected to that. And for me, endometriosis, mm-hmm. which was something that led to an eight year long fertility battle yeah. to get our daughter, um, in the first place. Yeah. So yeah, we've both had things that we've health issues that we've yeah. And that does affect our, our weight and our body. Yeah. I, I think, you know, we both have a tendency to go toward the comfort foods, the stuff that... Queso. Queso, cake, tortillas, bread, potatoes, yeah. you know, all those, those kinds of things that in moderation are fine. And, you know, but we have our, our uh, I don't want to call it necessarily addictive patterns, mm-hmm. but, but strong habits there uh, on the food side and mm. on the exercise side, you know, lately it's been tough. Cause like we were in a rhythm of going to the gym and now yeah. there is no gym and <laughs> you know, right. Um, so it, it's, it's really, it, it's really about two questions. Uh, what do you think about, about your spouse? What do you think about yourself? Like, what's in it for you? Mm. You know, um, food, exercise, you know, image. Like, what is it? What's the story about your relationship with your body? It's a power. It's just a powerful place to look, which is why we brought this topic to you. I also want to say, like, you're, you're, you're challenging yourself to think about your own perspective yeah. in regarding to your own body. But also, what is your perspective 
in regard to your spouse's body. Because if you're bringing up this conversation about some sort of manipulation or like, oh, I need you to look like so-and-so swimsuit model, whatever, so that you'll look good on my arm. Yeah. Like, so it's a reflection of me and... Is this about you or is (laughs) it about your spouse? And that leads us into the things not to do when you're having this conversation. Yes. So let's All say right. so we've got we've got a cor- list of do nots yeah, and do's and I I and my you're watch courageous. is going crazy. You're wa- I can't I can't get to the muted. It's like bing bing bing. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you are brave enough to have this conversation. Here's yeah. the thing, the pitfalls that people fall into. Here are the but guidelines. we're just saying do not do these things. Okay, like I just said, don't do it out of your own motivation to, you know, make that other person look to good. To fix them, solve them. Or to them, fix yourself. Or to, to meet your own, to overcome your own insecurities, inadequacies, yeah. perspectives, whatever. All right. And don't use shame. Shame is like the tool that, you know, in the moment, it may like kind of, whoa, hit the person and go, oh, you're right, I do need to lose. But then in the long run, it's going to do so much more damage. Um, Shame is a shitty way of engaging with people. I don't, I don't care. I, I, will fight, I will fight to the death. Brene Brown would be one. so happy to hear you say that, honey. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and what about um, just forcing the issue? Like going, like... Okay, and then you keep bringing it up, and then you no. keep bringing it up, and then you keep bringing it up, and then it's like all you are focused on. No, don't go there, nag, please. Nag, 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 or nag, just nag, focusing nag, nag. specifically on some measurements, like a waist measurement, or how many calories, or the weight that you have to hit, or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, don't be overly focused on the numbers. Let's, you know, we're gonna talk more about like you gotta focus more on the health. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple that was doing this where one couple, one person was, you know, super fit and healthy and the other person was trying to get there. And so the, the healthy spouse is kind of acting as the trainer and they've got all the tips and tricks and everything. Um, don't go there. Yeah. Don't, don't go, offer, don't offer, don't be their personal <laughs> or control or monitor everything that they're do- like, Oh, well you shouldn't be eating that. Or that's on the, th- you know, that's on the bad list. Or are you really going to do that? Or yeah. like making some sweeping judgment about like, well, if they do that, then they must be lazy or they don't care or, you know, things like that. We're not about judging. Um, and now like men, I think this is probably something that the men fall into a little bit more, like saying you're Stereotypically, not... Stereotypically, sure. You're not attracted to me anymore. Mm. That is a pain that you cannot come back from. Mm. Don't say that. I didn't. <laughs> um, and here's the thing, guys. If you're thinking it, it's probably about something else in the relationship. mm like you can say, no, 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 I have to have a a woman who fits these these paradigms, these specific measurements, whatever. No, it's about something about you. Mm. <laughs> so also I, I I noticed that like sometimes like, oh, you're getting ready and a, and your spouse says like, oh, I don't like how I look in this outfit or something like that. And you see that as an opportunity, sure, like 
okay, like just be curious in that moment. It's not just a spot to push your agenda and relentlessly like pound them about, oh, so how much weight do you want to lose? And, you know, when do you want to lose it by? And you're like, I'm just getting ready for church. Like, I'm not like, don't just hold your agenda. Like, just be curious and listen to the other person's feelings. It's easy in those moments to go, well, then fix it. If you're not Mm. happy with the way you look or the number on the scale or the clothes that don't fit or whatever, then do something about it. Mm. But that's not helpful. That's not calling <laughs> somebody forth. It's calling them out and it's shame and it's it's just not helpful. It's not going to work. Yeah. So how do All right. we have so this conversation in a healthy some, way? We've got some do's for you. Do speak with love and respect. Mm, I always right. like that. That works good do for any conversation. be empathetic. Right? Empathy means you're seeking to understand how they feel, mm. what their experience is not apply your judgment, opinion, solution, whatever. I love too, like that, that feels like you're in it with them, like the teamwork kind of a thing where it's like, if, uh, if you're saying, oh, I want to just eat, you know, greens and vegetables and, you know, I'm going to become a vegan or whatever, like try to do it with them. Don't just mm. sit there and eat a big bowl of macaroni and cheese, even though you have the metabolism of a 16 year old boy and, you know, say, yeah, good luck with that salad over there. You know, be in it with That's them. That's literally what you did last night. Stop. And you don't have the metabolism of a 16-year-old boy. Hey, now, I'm just saying right, it's so, a teamwork thing. It's so a teamwork do speak thing. speak with love and respect. You, be empathetic and remember that they are probably painfully aware. Your spouse is painfully aware of their issues, of the number on the scale, mm-hmm. the size on the pants, the the feeling, the limitations of of their body, and they're aware of it, and they may be already dealing with a level of shame. Sure, right. Um, do uh, encourage them. Be it, in it with them, like Danielle said. Encourage your spouse. Find options that work. For them. For, their, for them, for their tastes and interests. Well, because, too, like, if you're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, jump rope, you know, a thousand jump ropes a day. Like, okay, I've had two children. Doing a thousand jump ropes a day is not going to work for me. <laughs> it's going to be disastrous. <laughs> Moving right along. We don't need explanation on that. Um, remember, this conversation has to be honest, authentic, and compassionate, like, about about them, not about the numbers, not about the results. And it's not an opportunity for you to manipulate or get your way. Oh, I will see right through that right away. Your, your agenda. Yeah. Agendas. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put up with that. And your spouse is pretty smart too. They're, they're going to see right through that. And if your <laughs> spouse says, you know what, I need to, I, I want to make some changes. I need to make some changes. Um, don't offer the advice and tips. Do say, okay, how can I help? Mm. Um, and, and understand that even compliments can be triggering in some ways for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, pay attention, pick up their cues, design some alliance with them. Like what, what is okay. And that's the power of a conversation like this is about opening the door to understanding each other, building and missing connection and be able to have an ongoing dialogue in a way that is healthy and helpful and encouraging for each other. Okay, 
I feel like I feel pretty equipped to have this conversation now. Yes. All the do's. Do the do's. Don't do the don't do do's. <laughs> so, so again, yeah. So again, um, when we're talking with your spouse about their, their body, this is an issue of health. Yeah. It's that's not about weight. Or a it's, number. Yeah. It's not about their ability to do 700 pull-ups or push-ups or burpees or whatever. It's about health. And health has to be anchored in a purpose. Any, anything that means something to us is anchored in purpose. Why do you want to be healthy? What for? Mm. Is it is it to be able to keep up with the kids? Is it to have better, hotter, more crazy sex? Is it mm-hmm. to, you know, have more abs? It, like, what are the goals? Nine what, pack what abs, What is it about people. it that's important to you? Yeah. Maybe it's about wanting to avoid, you know, injuries. Or, or heart disease runs in your family, or disease, and you, yeah. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's just about living long enough to see your your great grandkids and living well. Like I'd rather be 127 us, years old and running a marathon than 127 years old and drooling into a bucket. Well, I think for us that's a particularly strong reason because we are older parents. I gave birth to my first child when I was 39. And wait a minute, was I 39? Oh, no, 36. My. Anyways, we're older parents. And so that's always going to be an issue for us is yeah. to stay healthier than other people our age. Yeah. <laughs> because other people our age have teenagers yeah. and we have little kids. Yeah. So. All right. So here's back to the same three kind of pillars we've been talking about each week. How do you talk to your spouse about their weight? Number one, create safety. Mm. Create some time and a place and permission to have the conversation. And be encouraging. Be encouraging in that safe space. All right. Also, number two, speak honestly. Um, Bring that empathy, the heart, the compassion, and check your own manipulations or motivations at the curb. All right. We got to stay curious. We're on the same team. Um, We're just going to have to manage our own defensiveness and things that come up in us where we want to get ugly. We got to check that. We got to reflect their, who they are, their brilliance, their identity, their personality. Um, It's not about what we're, we're going after. Uh, So wrapping up, having conversations with your spouse about their body, it can be tough. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, we've shared some rules of thumb that should be helpful for you. Yeah. Tread lightly, tread carefully, not just to avoid a fight or conflict, but because this is somebody you love and your goal is to call them forth, to learn and grow together, Mm -hmm. to build intimacy and connection, not get to a number on the scale or accomplish some goal or whatever. Those are great things to happen, Mm -hmm. but what we're after is intimacy and connection. Even compliments can be triggering. Remember this one? This is like, just be wary. This is the reason we want to talk about it so we know how to encourage each other. And it's okay to be encouraging. When somebody is on a weight loss journey or a health journey of some kind. Just don't be shamey. Don't be shamey. Be encouraging. Be in it with them as much as you can. Um, It's okay to encourage them, but not to nag them. Yes. 
um, y'all, you, you can do this. You can have a conversation about this with your spouse. Like, create safety. Yeah. Speak honestly. Stay curious. You can do this. All right, you guys. And if you need even more support and encouragement, check out the Legendary Marriage group on Facebook at legendarymarriage.com slash community, where we'll be talking more about this during the week in the group. All right. And now the talk about it segment of the show. Each week, we challenge mm-hmm. you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. Okay. This is a question you ask yourself, but you can share it with your partner. How do you feel about your body? Mm. It's good. I know. It makes me think. It makes me think. All right. That's it for today's show. So we've started the conversation here, um, but you can join us over in the Legendary Marriage group over on Facebook. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you. Don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.